Hey friends, Dr. Hans here, bringing you economic and business updates. Today, I want to talk with you about racial inequality, okay? So with all of the social inequality going on, we have to understand the underpinnings of this. We live in a country where there is just... What's the word that I'm looking for? There are systems that have been set up, okay, to disproportionately hinder and hold people of color back. And I'm not here to give you a history lesson. You can go read about it. But everything from education, you know, which obviously you look at school districts and, and, and all of that, property value of homes and even home ownership, the ability to qualify for a mortgage, which, by the way, is the way that Americans build wealth, okay? Home ownership is the base. The average American, you can find that most of their wealth is in a home, whereas, you know, the upper echelons of like super wealthy people. They are the ones that own stocks and, and, and all of that. But let's get back to the point. So the average person typically has their wealth in their home. Black home ownership literally doesn't ex- exist there. And when I say doesn't exist, it doesn't mean, you know, blacks don't own homes. We do. But disproportionately, even the types of loans that are offered to black families where where they are sold homes. Do, do you know that there was a study done that showed that real estate agents show less homes, okay, to black families than they do white families. So we live in a country where the economic framework is set up in a way to hold people of color, especially blacks, down. How do we change this? How do we break free from this limitation that's being placed literally on our necks? How? You look at the data, it shows that blacks own only 2.6% of the wealth in America. 2.6%. Less than 1% of blacks have at least a million dollars in assets. Yet, our collective purchasing power as blacks accounts for $1.3 trillion in the U.S. economy. And it gets better. Minorities account for $3.9 trillion dollars of U.S. spending. How much wealth do we own? How much? Friends, something needs to change. When we peacefully protest, like you saw with Colin Kaepernick, we're told, hey, uh, what are you doing? When 
certain individuals now i'm not saying this could to condone you know looting and all of that but when individuals take the extreme that is obviously frowned upon as well it it just goes to show that and and think about this for a second i was having a conversation with uh my best friend and we were talking about the whole Colin Kaepernick peaceful protest. Why did people still have a problem with it? And well, that conversation came, oh, well, he was disrespecting uh, the flag or the military. And I was honest. I was like, no. Right. If you look at the history behind why he was doing what he was doing, which was kneeling, it was a sign of respect for the military. Yet people still had a problem with it. So it wasn't even about the fact that he was peacefully protesting. It, it, the core fact is that people don't want to be bothered. It's not helping them in any way. You know, they don't care because it's not like what black people are going through, what people of color are going through. It, it doesn't impact their lives. So, how can they care? So then that thing is disrupting their, foot, their football game. And you know what uh, my friend said, which was such an eye-opener? He was like, Hans, um, do you realize that he, he, like, Kaepernick was literally being paid, okay? So he's working, literally, um, and he is taking the time that he's being paid to go and kneel. Like, why doesn't he do it during his time? And it hit me. I was like, oh, dang, <laughs> it's true. It's like he's at work and he's choosing at that time to do that, which brings to the point, what if like the football association was partly owned by black, you know, sports owners. What if? Would we have a say? Would we have equity to be able to move or make a change? Would that have happened to Kaepernick? What if Kaepernick even owned a franchise? Wouldn't he be able to have a say? We are mostly employees, people looking for work. We aren't inspired to create enterprises. We aren't inspired to create businesses. We aren't inspired to go out there and own equity or own stocks or own Things that can increase in value. Things that we know we have a stake in. So, the economic inequality that we see is literally the reason why there's so much social injustice. Until we have financial resources to be able to 
go out there and lobby with our money for change from you know city to state to federal until we have the resources friends it's going to be very hard to see a change in this country 